for a long time and I was waiting to just make it, you know, I was getting adverts and small gigs here and there. And eventually I got generations before I got it. I cried because I was like, Jesus, you know, I'm good for it. Like I'm good for it, but why am I struggling so hard? Mm -hmm. And the people who don't even believe you or see you, you know, like they're making it out there and I'm here doing everything the right way, but you're taking so much time with me. What's going on? And he said to me, I'm protecting you. Um, you know, and he he taught me about patience and preparation. And so it was those teachings, you know, of character and holiness and the fear of God that really helped me, you know, when I got to the industry, because those are the things that Holy Spirit brought up in me that I should stand on. So I would definitely say you are already predestined for where God wants you to be. If you're called to be an actress, an artist, be patient and allow God to teach you and prepare you for where you are going because the worst thing we see in the world is people who start off well and end off badly mm-hmm. because the foundation is not solid Hey, hey, welcome back to yet another epic episode of your favorite podcast of all time, Sakina Speaks. My name is Sakina Ishabani, and I'm your host doing the most on this beautiful platform where we come once again to have the conversations, discussions about the things that matter. And today I have a very deep one as usual, and we're going to be speaking about morality in the media industry. I couldn't even wait to tell you about the topic because I really am excited to have this conversation. And I'm even more excited to be speaking to the young lady on the other side of this Mike, because she is somebody that you have seen on your TV screens if you're in South Africa and you watch the flagship. It's one of the biggest shows basically that we have in SA, uh, one of the biggest soapies that we have in SA, and it's called Generations. So she basically graced our TV screens at 8 p.m. every day, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. I haven't watched Generations in the longest time. It's embarrassing. But I really, <laughs> really am privileged to be having this young lady here. She is literally just a ray of sunshine. From the very first time she commented on my podcast, which I'm still extremely honored to say, and I just got to interacting with her page she really just exudes the love of god she's just constantly putting um her christianity out there and just really trying to to show you people that jesus really loves you and jesus is amazing and this is what he can do for you if you just choose to include him in each and every single area of your life ladies and gentlemen this is the lovely busiwe kaba hi guys how's everyone (laughs) thank you for having me Thank you so very much for accepting it. Yeah, there's nothing weirder than someone saying all these lovely things about you and then you have to come on and be like, oh my gosh, are they talking about me? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Yeah. But thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to have this conversation. Thank really, you. really am. So as many of you might know, may not know, Busisi was actually a youth pastor, right? Like besides, you know, her amazing acting skills, she is somebody who avidly teaches the word of God to, to younger people, to younger generations. So I think it's it's just befitting that she's here on this platform today to just speak to us a little bit about morality in the media industry. I'm just going to put it out there that I'm like, I watch a lot of movies. I watch a lot of, you know, I consume yeah. a lot of that content. So I felt it was extremely Mm. important for me to finally put this grievance out there because, you know, (laughs) I I get so into it and I forget that you need to separate the actor or the actress from the character and the role that they're playing. And you need to be very cognizant of the reason why they're playing this character or the reason why they're playing this role, you know, the, the importance of that story being told and not letting your emotions become a hindrance to, to the propagation Mm. of that message. So that's, that's the reason why I felt like it was just 
a match made in heaven to have her on here. We'll see, how are you? I didn't even ask. How are you doing? Oh my God, I'm really good. Um, I've just been resting a little because my cousin, my day one got married. Mm-hmm. And um, as a maid of honor, I was running up and down, you know, with <laughs> the rest of my cousins. It was the best, you know, it was the best thing ever. But yeah, my body's just, it took a bit of a toll, but I'm coming back. I'm coming back slowly. Yes. Other than that, I'm doing amazing by the grace of God. I'm doing really, really well. Thank you so much. How Thank are you? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Good. I was about to say you looked amazing and I saw you oh, there thank doing you. your thing. It, you really did look lovely. <laughs> thank you. No, it was a time. It was a good time. I'm doing well. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. I think this is, this is, I'm living the best time of my life from ever since I was yeah, born, yeah. I'd like to say, because I'm, I'm very aware of God's <laughs> presence. <laughs> I'm very aware yes. of oh, the fact that like, like Jesus is doing the things, you know, and um, even though it's a very pivotal yeah, yeah. time because it's that time where I need to be like, okay, like for real, for real, 100% of my energy, effort and time is going to go into pursuing mm. God. It's a dangerous time if you choose the wrong thing, which by God's grace, you mm. know, obviously that's, that's basically where I am right now. Um, because God's grace wow. and favor is just abundant. It's overabundant, you know, but you get complacent in wow. those times where you get too comfortable, yeah, yeah. Oh, you absolutely. know? So oh, yes. it's it's literally just yeah. not missing that mark. And um, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, it goes yeah. with the podcast. I mean, it's just that moment where you can see the future and you can see that, you know, yes. your past is over, but now it's it's your turn. It's, yes. it's, it's your 50%. That, oh yes yeah so so it's a beautiful time i can relate completely yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's but it's a breaking you know so yeah no that's cool i'm happy i'm happy for you i'm happy thank for you. you thank you very much <laughs> all right so we're gonna we're gonna get straight into it and i would like to start mm-hmm. this by um you know just giving the listeners a little bit of insight right into your mm-hmm. journey of not only following christ mm. but finding christ how mm. did you actually become a christian okay so um, I was born in a Christian family. Um, so for as long as I can remember, it was always church, you know, um, mm-hmm. it was always Jesus. Um, and I guess then in the long run, you realize that, no, this is not that fun. Like other people are doing other stuff, like, mm-hmm. at, you know, at a younger age, you're like, no, but there's so many rules around this whole thing. And so <laughs> True. And <then> fully dabbled <laughs> in the world. Yeah, <laughs> I fully dabbled in the world. And then I was just not at peace. And I was just like, no, I missed that other thing, even though it was like freely given to me and I took advantage of it because mm-hmm. I didn't personally pursue it. It was given to me on a platter and, you know, it was automatic. Now I want to find out for myself. And now I want a relationship with Jesus for myself. And that was around, must have been grade 11 when mm-hmm. I really started being like, no, now I'm going to cut the, the bad behavior and doing all the stuff. I know my parents would faint if they knew I was doing mm-hmm. and actually pursued Jesus. <laughs> and so I, I'd run away from my friends after school and I'd read the word, you know, and I started going to these services with my sister. And then from grade 11 to like second year, I really, you know, started practically pursuing Jesus for myself and having a relationship with him and starting to hear his voice. So yeah, that's that's how I, I fully came to the Lord. I also mm-hmm. went to the altar call like four or five times, mm-hmm. you know, since grade 11, because I was Same. just like, okay, I'm serious, Jesus. <laughs> yeah 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 so because i was like i want you to see lord that i'm i'm fully like in right now mm-hmm. um so yeah but that was the journey i mean like christianity is just like a relationship with christ is a really beautiful yes. it's a beautiful journey it's it's even more beautiful when you when you realize that it's not a once-off thing like you literally yeah. have to go to altar call a couple of times you know for you to to <laughs> fully, <laughs> for you to like be it's fully so <laughs> 
you know like and you yeah. probably beat yourself down and jesus is probably just looking at you like this child like, like relax exactly yeah. <laughs> you know like chill i i get like, it so yeah the few times i went to the altar call he was like what are you doing you're fine like chill go and sit like, you're cool yeah but we need moments like yeah. these just to to remind ourselves that like jesus really does have your back and we don't need to be so stressed mm. and pressured and feel like we need to do everything for ourselves we literally just have to rest in the arms of the holy spirit and just let him be god you know mm-hmm. completely now how did acting find you that story is a story so essentially growing up i mean i was always the sunshine in the room i was always like the loudest in the room i was the jokey one mm-hmm. um and so somehow i knew that i was inclined to entertain people um naturally so so it wasn't hard for me to believe you know from a very young age that one day this would be a career path that I'd go into. Yeah. But I guess it's, it's obviously when leaving high school that I had to make, you know, solid decisions about like, okay, how practical is it for me to become like an actor, an actor, mm-hmm. but it's something that I always knew. Um, and so there was a bit of a conflict there with my dad. He wanted me to be a lawyer and, <laughs> um, you know, I was just like, no bro, it's not going to happen. <laughs> um, and so I, I went on and pursued that path, but it's something that I always knew. Um, and so for a very long time, I've been going to auditions since I was maybe 10 or 12, mm-hmm. um, going to auditions and, um, auditioning for different shows I even went into modeling because the acting thing was taking too long mm. so it was always in me and yeah if, if I can go into it right now it's it's you know when I grew up and got to a point where now I was in varsity I had to face the reality because now I taken my relationship with the Lord to another level and I thought Jesus okay how am I going to fit in into an industry that looks like this yes. you know with what I know about you um and that's when I had to like actually did this I was like Lord okay fine I need to find an artist in the Bible that I can relate to Mm -hmm. because I can find all the other people. I'm finding business people in the word. I'm finding all kinds of, you know, people who are gifted with certain things. I can't find an artist. And so I searched, I searched the word of God and I looked for someone that was like me because I wanted to know how they related to the world in terms of how God had called them. Yeah. And I found a scripture, Exodus 31. And, you know, the word of God, they were saying that the Lord was anointing certain people who had the gift, the artistic gift, but he was anointing them to do specific things the way that he desired them to do it even though they had the gift he still had to anoint them just so that they would be specific in how they did it mm-hmm. and that's when I found myself that's when I said oh yeah I can stick to this and do it the way God wants me to do it wow. so so yeah I guess that's how it solidified itself in me <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, that's that's beautiful what has the relationship then been let's let's actually now yeah. look at it practically what has the relationship been between like your morals and your beliefs especially your christian beliefs with not only the characters that you've played but being in the industry in general um you know it's crazy because when when you when you said when you sent me a request and you wanted to talk about morality i thought this is a very layered conversation Mm -hmm. and also i don't know how we're gonna separate morality and righteousness you know exactly because like morality to the world is good bad right wrong Mm -hmm. and then to god it's righteousness it's not necessarily morality if Mm -hmm. you get what i mean because Mm -hmm. when you come to the world and morality right and wrong in comparison to what god believes is right and us being in the right standing with him is something completely different Mm -hmm. and so the relationship then with my having to stand on god's word and how to behave and what characters to play (laughs) in comparison to what i was given 
was rough. It was rough to make the distinction. Certain things got blurry. I started asking myself because I was confronted with the question so many times that people were like to me, but Busi, you're an actress. Then you're supposed to be able to do anything Mm -hmm. and be everything that you are requested to be because that's what God has called you to be. Because then if you don't, you are setting a limitation for yourself as an actress. And then are you really an actress? And then for me, it was like, but then Lord, how if this character does not align to what I stand for as a child of God, am I not turning my back against your word? Am I not living? Am I then, you know, not compromising, you know, your word and what I stand for? So it was rough. It was really rough, especially with generations. I'm trying to answer this question well. With Generation, I went in and I was told that I was just going to play the girl next door. I wasn't told how the character is going to unfold because it's a soapy and, you know, they're going to change your character according to how you're going to anchor other characters within the show. And so then a a month or two passed and then they said, no, babes, you're going to play a prostitute. (laughs) Wow. I was like, no, in fact, as an actress, I was thrilled. But then that's where the morality and the righteousness thing then came mm-hmm. to be like okay I mean everybody in the world doesn't necessarily believe that prostitution is wrong actually there's a lot of people who think prostitution should be legalized yes. but what does the word of God say actually that's what the character had to portray I had to say using my body my mind and my soul as Busi right mm-hmm. but play Palesa who says prostitution should be legalized mm-hmm. and I was like Lord Jesus why did you bring me here exactly if I'm going to be confronted yeah with this and and remember, I'd waited eight years to get a solid acting gig just to be confronted with that. Mm. And that was the biggest, I, I don't even know what to call it, but turning point like for my relationship with Jesus in terms of how he has called me as an actress. Yes. And then it became about, okay, Lord. First, you put me here, so I'm going to trust you. But I know what your word stands for, so I'm going to stand for that. But if your Holy Spirit leads me in a different direction because the story I'm going to tell is going to turn into ministry, then I'm open for that. So it was such a a fine line there. And I had to come to a place to just be like, Lord, I'm just going to surrender, you know, Mm -hmm. this whole thing to you. And, you know, after a while playing that, I I realized that the Lord actually didn't mind me playing the character and what it stood for because of what it would minister to people. And that even if the world sees things the way that it does, it just depends on how God has called us and what he allows us to do so that his voice can ultimately be what the world hears. Yes. Absolutely. I hope I made sense with this answer you because I've gone in around in circles. Yeah, <laughs> but um, basically that was the relationship there. There's more that I can say, but I guess I'll let you lead me into the next question. No, or I'll like, absolutely. That was just beautifully said because my question, like what was just in my head, like, yeah, ask this, ask this, was we, we can say, okay, I'm not going to play this role because I have to do one, two, three. I have to, I'm going to be a prostitute. How can I be a prostitute? You know, because I stand on the word. But then you realize that we need to see stories like that for example just for example like how palissa's life say if she's to get saved or to see the realities of people's lives in that light in order for other people to change in order for other people's lives to yeah you know to not just be inspired for you to be educated for you to go into places um in reality and help people like that and so yeah it sort of is selfish to an extent and this is very contradictory to what i personally believe because i was just like no like these people are just kissing in this movie like this is not okay whatever whatever (laughs) 
<laughs> number one yeah why am i watching it if it's so bad number two <laughs> you know like when you when you're over righteous number two is that yeah. but if you don't see these stories if you don't see this girl who was born in a very poor condition or, or, or community and that sort of thing and had to live this life of prostitution and had to you know go through sex trafficking or drug trafficking or whatever the case may if you don't see those graphics and sometimes you need to sort of be traumatized by these things in order to realize that oh my god yes. somebody is living this yeah. life you know there's, absolutely there's a difference between playing x-rated movies just for the sake of it and you actually mm-hmm. stepping into a role where you you literally sacrificing yourself what you would mm. imagine yourself doing in order to tell that story in order mm-hmm. to just like you said to turn that into ministry for that to minister to somebody change somebody's life yeah. so yeah i think yeah you literally being a youth pastor like the, the paradox the contradiction mm. in your roles it was just it was just perfect because in that <laughs> you were ministering you know absolutely and even more than just ministering to people, it actually ministered to me mm-hmm. because I realized how judgmental I was, how judgmental I was to a person who is a prostitute because I didn't fully understand. For me, it was just always before playing the role. I'm sure there's something else you can do with your life. I'm sure there's, I'm sure you can do something else. I'm sure mm-hmm. there's another route you can take, um, you know, but then when, when the, the Holy Spirit began to teach me the intricacies of, you know, what happens to someone who decides to do that, I'm not making excuses for anybody because mm-hmm. we all have choices right yeah and the weight on your soul you know once you've gotten yourself into something like that was i was like lord i'm so sorry i'm so sorry and that's something we often do as christians where we're just like nah this no me no that this person yeah. is worse than this that i do you know and that but then you realize that actually god loves us all the same and we're all just going through different things and there are so many spiritual implications into what people get themselves into mm-hmm. not making excuses for people but it administered to me as well so yeah crazy yeah, i totally hear you just with that i think i was i was recently just thinking about like what it would personally take for me right if if i was to be in yeah. such a situation i just thought of like the the num like the level of of death to my soul you know that i would have to yeah have gotten to because it's just it's like an out-of-body experience I, you know it's just yeah. you can't just wake up in the morning and be like okay i'm just gonna do this you know there, there's there's certain yeah. things that yeah. sort of have to die in your life or certain mm-hmm. like you have to get to such a desperate situation where you just like there's mm. there's no other way and and how you you sort of kill your senses or like your your reflexes or like mm-hmm. how you react to that you know it's just mm. yeah it's it's mind-boggling yeah no absolutely you know the one thing on the topic of morality in in the industry there was a point i know you didn't ask this question so i'm just kind of flowing here but (laughs) there was there there was a point where we would go and hire dvds right Mm -hmm. um you know you know that stage before the netflix live show max and all the stuff that we have so freely on our phones now and everywhere Mm -hmm. um and when we went to the dvd shop there was always that dark room you know that Mm -hmm. you know that creepy uh that creepy guy would walk into and you knew that he would find you know some some nudes in there like some yeah. DVDs with nudes and you know, inappropriate stuff that the rest of us weren't even like given an opportunity to lay our eyes on like you mm-hmm. had to be a certain age it was like in a separate room in a dark room today all this stuff is freely accessible mm-hmm. um in our faces even when something says pg-13 or 16 you right? know that yeah you are not sure what you're actually gonna get you're not sure how much you know you're gonna get from this and that you you know that somewhere somehow you 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 
you're bargaining with the world and you know mm-hmm. they're going to give you something that, that is not going to rest well in your spirit yep. and it's so crazy that we've gone from that right to this in such a short space of time mm-hmm. and for me it's just so alarming and as an actress even though I was so excited and so you know after a while it took me a very long time to appreciate the role that I was afforded to play as Palisa playing the prostitute but then I just said Lord okay that's fine um, but when it is not for those purposes where are the people then you know that you have called to to put out stories that will be censored for me as an artist you don't have to kiss sometimes yeah I I, I, I don't want to lie to you some scenes in movies and in stuff that we watch don't have to be portrayed in the manner in which they are absolutely you know and my worry is that what kind of society then are we actually bringing up what are our kids like going to be like, you know, if these things are so freely given to us and so freely put out there, like there's nothing wrong, mm-hmm. like there's nothing wrong. And the other day, I just felt like as a child of God, I have become so desensitized to the wrong thing because how the media has made it so accessible, so okay so to see certain things, yeah. you know, yeah, so acceptable. And I think it's it's creepy. It's so creepy. Mm-hmm. No, I hear you on that. Yeah. Especially not only how it's become so widespread, it's become just like you said, acceptable. It's it's sort of like when when yeah. you don't see a film like that, when you see a normal Christian movie, it's like, oh, but this thing is boring, man. Like what you know what what oh, more can and we they do? bore me. They bore me too. They bore me too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And he's just like, no, man, like, where's the excitement? Like, you know, there's, there's something. And and it's sad. This is a tangent. But even on that, it's like, I feel like we also, as children of God, are also limiting ourselves in our understanding. Because just taking your example, you're a youth pastor, you're a child of God, you're playing a prostitute. For somebody of a, like a very simple-minded Christian, somebody that's very religious almost, you will think this girl yeah. is crazy. She's like the biggest sinner ever. Like, yeah. what is she even thinking? But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it's only God. It's only the Holy Spirit that can reveal to you something like that to say this is actually ministry this is actually the work of god this is how god works uses the foolish things in order to teach you show you the light you know but like i feel like we christians we're just limiting ourselves bro like there's so much more that we can do with these talents that god is giving people that are not necessarily believing in him we all have them you know it's it's not just for and 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 that's the thing like in the media it's looking as if no man like christians they i mean they boring they're very narrow-minded they're very limited in the expression which is not the case like i always think to myself you know something that god just laid in my heart like he is the god of the universe right he's an infinite god and he created you Mm -hmm. you literally Mm -hmm. are like the embodiment of infinity how can you Mm. be so so narrow-minded and so limited like literally the more we are like him the more infinite we are Mm, mm, mm. but we're not tapping into that like we're not doing enough like we're not allowing ourselves to be because we think that no when you're chris it's like this no guys like he walked on water bruh what what are you (laughs) you know yeah you know yeah and yeah and and for me it was like I got to a point in my life where I felt like okay Lord Jesus because I believe strongly in mentoring you know in mentorship and I believe in looking up to someone mm-hmm. I believe in finding a reference you know I'm, I'm that kind of a person and I looked and I looked and I searched and I was like Lord okay first of all 
kudos to the Christian movies that I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I, I'm not finding anybody who has sort of a reference for the, the way that I believe that you have called me. And for a very long time, that limited me because I, I didn't know if I'd be doing the right thing yeah. by going the you know, artistic route because then I was just like, Lord, I, I want to please you like in every kind of way, you know? Mm-hmm. But then when I got into praying and the Lord was saying this to me, was saying, obviously the gift, you know, of, of being an artist or being a creative comes directly from me. But you know, you are only as creative as you can be when you're a child of God, the more you spend time with me. Yep. And the more we spend time with him, he actually personalizes our gift. And that's how we're going to stand out from the world. But if we constantly make references to the people who are already in the world, not that we shouldn't have people we look up to, but we're going to then just mimic or be a duplicate of what we've seen before. And then the depth of our contribution to the world is not going to come through because mm-hmm. we're just going to look like the world. And I guess for me, that's just been my struggle to be like, Lord, I don't want to put out anything. I don't want to do anything, mm-hmm. you know, that is not like fully immersed in mm-hmm. you because definitely our voices aren't stronger, you know? Yeah. Wow. Because yeah. number one, this is literally confirmation to something that I had in my heart because I realized that I was just like, yeah, I need to edit. I need to do this. I need to do that. And I wasn't giving God, like mm. I, I was giving him like 10% of my time. Whereas literally I will yeah. sit there and I will have this like headache and creative block and whatnot. And I won't be able to. And when yeah. I spend time with God, all of a sudden it's like, dude, you literally get like a whole script for a potential film or you like this topic yes. or like speak to this. And it was just like, bro, like you're getting, you're getting the, the, the 80, 20 rule wrong. <laughs> you're supposed to you know because so many of us fall into that trap and it's like yeah i have so much work to do i have to study i have to do this whereas when you actually Mm -hmm. give all of that time to all of these things which yes they're important but they're not more important than god you literally end up doing nothing and achieving Mm -hmm. nothing and just like you said you end up mimicking the world literally i'm a living testament of that you end up mimicking the world you end up not being able to Mm -hmm. produce because you're forgetting where your source is and if you don't tap into Mm -hmm. that source then i mean where do you think you're gonna get your source absolutely yeah, but two movies that I think have shown <laughs> that, you know what, we can really do the absolute most. Um, There was this one movie, I don't even know what the title is, actually, I don't remember the title, but it was um of this one guy who was just fed up of like how pathetic his situation was, how everything was going wrong in his life, and he sued the devil. Mm. That movie, yo, to this day. I've never seen it. Have you not? I've never seen I'm it. I'm going to no, find it. I know the one of the guy who sued God. Really? I, I should probably watch that. Yes. But there, there was this one <laughs> yes. where the guy sues the devil. Oh my soul. That movie was, that movie is amazing. And then at the end, I think really? he wakes up and it, he wasn't, yo, that movie is amazing. Like literally it is so cool. Cause he, he goes to court right and he's like you know what i'm so tired of this and like he tells the judge you know what i want to sue the devil but the thing is the devil actually then shows up yo i'm telling i'm telling because he he gets it he's like no 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 you know and he basically acts as his um i think his own advocate yeah so he takes this this case to court and he's like no i want to sue the devil and obviously people are looking at him like bro like what are you saying how can you sue the devil you know but the devil ends up showing up that one showed like you know this this is the kind of content we signed up for. this is the kind of content that god can put in someone's mind and hands and the second one which is not even technically by a christian is passion of christ (laughs) oh yeah that one that no like the graphics the emotion that was captured when jesus was pierced on his side and the water came and and like when Mm -hmm. they hooked into his flesh and pulled Mm -hmm. that is yes yes when his his eye was filled with so much blood and he yo 
And apparently the thunder that actually the, yeah, the thunder and the lightning that struck, like literally struck for real while they were shooting that film. I'm not even joking. It literally struck for real while they were shooting that film. I think Mel Gibson, he, like he had it. He really, that one. I was so, I was like, why why did this end here? Like it should have continued to when he, (laughs) that movie amazing no i agree it was really good the, the emotion yeah that it you know it brought up in people was mm. really amazing there's also um, a series called the chosen it's really good it's okay. really good but it's almost like a series about jesus going to the cross him you know meeting his disciples and choosing them it's so good it's shot well it's really good i, I don't want to lie there's a couple of of, of of christians who are doing a really a good job but i mean mm-hmm. it's just a handful of us and yeah i guess the rest of us need to stop sitting down and <laughs> procrastinating <laughs> yep <laughs> and do what god is saying we should do yeah no my hand is raised right now because i'm one of them but anyway <laughs> yeah <laughs> You know, <laughs> yeah. As long as we keep trying and every day we just we just give God one hundred percent then. Absolutely. So Absolutely. before we, we, we hijack the conversation any further. <laughs> yes. <sorry>. No. <laughs> <laughs> what sort of reactions do you get when people find out that you know you're a youth pastor, but here you were playing the role of Balisa on generation? <laughs> so um, you know, the way that it played out actually in the beginning, I I was excited to play the role um, mm-hmm. until I heard that it would be extended um, for a very long time. So I would have to play the prostitution role for longer than I expected. And, mm-hmm. you know, remember, Sakina, when you are an actress, you are allowing your body, your mind, you know, your heart, especially when you're passionate to take on another soul. Mm-hmm. That, that has been created by a writer and embody it. And that means the weight of that, the thoughts, you know, everything that gets you, the meditation of being that character can be a lot, hey? Mm-hmm. And so it's after considering that, that I decided, no, guys, actually, I don't want to play um, the prostitute. Um, so I actually played it for only a few months. And then I guess in a few people's minds, it was erased by the story that came, you know, after. But... Uh, I guess I, I didn't give myself time or I know I, I didn't give it leg to be honest to mm. hear what people had to say and to, you know especially the negative talk because um, because I serve in the church obviously I'd sat down with you know the elders and the pastors and kind of told them the situation and they were obviously like no babes you can't even do that like you can't it's, it, it even stands against you know the agreement you have as someone who serves in the ministry mm-hmm. um, and so I don't think I received judgment from people. If I did, I didn't, I didn't see it. I guess I really was just fixated on what God was saying to me um, and just preparing my heart to play the character. And, you know, yeah. So no, I, I didn't receive any, any judgment. The only thing was just people saying that I should be able to play it and not have any problem even moving forward because okay. I'm an actress. I guess mm-hmm. that's the only thing people, you know, were saying to say, how come I can't separate the two? Mm. Um and it wasn't possible to separate the two. Not playing the character for over a year. It within the first month of playing the character, I was already struggling. Yeah. With my thoughts. I, I was struggling because and I love to speak openly about this. I'm someone who struggled with lust for a very long time in my life. I struggled with graphic images in my head of lustful thoughts. I've never been addicted to pornography. I've never watched pornography growing up. I didn't know where it came from. I, d- I don't know what, but I struggled a lot. And so that was maybe the scariest part of getting into that kind of character because obviously that's the conversation, you know, mm-hmm. um, 
around it, even with the other with the other characters, that's the conversations. It's, it's constantly about sex. It's constantly about toys and this, and it's extremely explicit. And I struggled. I struggled a lot, um, you know, and I, I, I couldn't only imagine how worse it would get if I didn't play it only for three, four months. Um, mm. So, yeah. I'm really like grateful to to have heard you you know say that openly on on this platform. I too have struggled with that for a really long time, and just yeah. like you, you know, a very visual person, so it's it's yeah. it's been a struggle. But I yeah. thank God, you know, that yeah. by His grace we've been delivered from it, we've been freed from it. But Absolutely. what I realized very recently was that I re- and I'm saying I realized it because like I think I've been very ignorant to it for like the longest time. Mm. is when you grow within your christianity once you say Mm. okay god like please help me to forgive people and stuff very soon afterwards somebody's gonna hurt you in some other way and you're gonna have to prove you know that you've you've really repented or that you really are trying to be a forgiving person and god is he's gonna Mm. put it there and if you don't understand you're gonna think wow lord like like i just prayed to you and everything is going wrong Mm. and stuff Mm. but it's literally like my child you said you need help to forgive so here it is i'm giving Mm. it to you Uh it's time to practice that forgiveness so even with that Mm. god is going to bring temptation but not anything that is going to be Mm. too much for you to handle so it's great that you didn't have to play that role for as long as you did but in that moment that you did it was Mm. literally just for you to confront that and to be able to Mm. move past that so yeah no totally it was there's a a scripture in the bible that says opposition arises for the sake of the word and i believe that you know that role helped me to also see that the lord has actually delivered me because even though i struggled with the thoughts and i felt like jesus if you don't rescue me now i'm gonna do something that i don't want to do and i didn't because then i realized he was holding on tightly to me Mm -hmm. more than i could ever hold tightly to him um you know and that, that was such amazing you know an amazing realization of grace and mercy totally like jesus is amazing y'all for real no for real um (laughs) i grew up in the catholic church i grew up extremely conservatively in that sense you know even like recently it's just been unfolding like you are very you do you not judgmental but it's it's so different for you it's very like yes i have i've been probably born again from about 2013 but like there's still Mm -hmm. certain things like i wasn't very expressive even outside of the church Mm -hmm. like i wasn't very expressive in the sense that like i couldn't just like run and just like jump and do whatever that i wanted to do like you know just like random these are very random examples but like it's like very like you know like Mm -hmm. some people they can just like you meet them like yeah tell me and then they just start you know like they bust the move or (laughs) i mean i could do the tell me thing but i couldn't i was just restricted and i couldn't just like just be myself fully yeah okay and it's only recently, you know, because I, I just sure. got, I just received prayer again. And I was just like, now I understand why, why God is pushing us to not even why God is pushing us, but why, like within the love of God, we need to share this love with other people. Because literally, dude, like the freedom that you're feeling right now, somebody else yeah. has to feel that too. Like, why would you want to keep Ish. that to yourself? Yeah. You know, like, I just thought of that. It was such a, it was such a beautiful moment. Like, I was just like, now I get it. Like, how can you live with yourself to withhold this from somebody else? Like, how can you mm. be okay with being so-called free when other people around you are mm. in bondage, are, are struggling with thoughts, can't live mm. in freedom? Like, they're, they're, they're walking around without chains and shackles, but like, their spirits are bound. Their minds are just enclosed. Yeah. They can't do anything. They can't be who God wanted them to be. 
Hmm. Like it it was, yeah. But that's Jesus for you. Like literally as you go along and as you allow yourself and you choose most importantly to go along with him and to hold on, to keep, hmm. you know, like to follow that path of the cross, you just learn more and more. And, and you can you can read the same scripture for 10 years. And I can bet oh, you yeah, totally. almost every single day, you, you will have new revelation. There will always be something more. Yeah to learn something more yeah. to receive you know so right so right i love that we love just we just we're just getting in <laughs> <laughs> i didn't expect to say i really didn't but that's i'm i'm, I'm extremely grateful i'm so, i'm so i'm so glad to have had this conversation with you i hate social media sometimes because it can be so toxic and i can lose myself in it and i'm still struggling to like learn to manage it to put it down yeah no it's you it's, and i both you and i both right but it's yeah. but it's in moments like this where I get to speak to people like phenomenal people like yourself that I'm yes. just like thank you Jesus for Instagram right you know right <laughs> I know I agree with you hundred percent so where would I have known well, it has you? a perk it has a real good perk like, exactly the perks are good now we touched on 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 a bit of the temptation right yes what kinds of temptation you know because some people think this is like very remote and like. Oh, dude like no what are you talking about you know there's fame there's um there's the vibes you get to meet so many amazing people and stuff but there's there are real challenges that you go through especially when you're trying to keep a very moral a, a very high moral standing what mm-hmm. kinds of temptation you know were you faced with personally or are you constantly faced with whenever you know you're on set um yeah no for me i think the biggest temptation is you know my my parents have always groomed us to be humble to associate with the lowly Mm -hmm. um you know to be hand to the needy to literally see ourselves as never higher than anybody else um to treat everybody the same so for me the biggest temptation was constantly being treated like i am on a pedestal constantly Mm -hmm. treated like i am something really big and that messed with me for a little it really messed with me and um the temptation then was just constantly you know having to find you know that balance to be like okay the lord has positioned me here for influence for his kingdom but then i need to stay humble and and you know humility is tricky in mm-hmm. the sense that i can appear to you sakina that i'm humble but the, the the meditation of my heart my thought process you know the meaning of the things that i'm doing not coming from that place. And so that really was the temptation. It's just the way they treat you on set. You know, I mean, at, at a go, you could have six, seven people at attention, yeah. you know, just putting your clothes on, doing your makeup. Everybody could be giving you all the attention. When you get on set, it's just it's just the treatment, you know, that kind of wants to sow something in you mm-hmm. that you are not. And so that was really the biggest temptation for me. And then even stepping out into the world, there was nowhere that I went. I mean, now I haven't been on Generations for a few months because I was sent to prison because obviously I didn't want to pay the prostitution rules and I had to rewrite my story. Wow. And they sent me to, um, so meeting people outside, people like, I think there's something about being seen on TV. I mean, I think it's what we do with other people that, you know, we admire who are on TV or people who have big names or influence our lives. It's like, they're not necessarily people because we don't have a human like we don't have personal interaction with them mm-hmm. so we just kind of objectify them and so then when you're in the real world people would just be extreme i mean really extreme people would touch you people would scream people would cry wow. like just seeing you at the mall and that does something to you like mm-hmm. that is just it's bizarre people would give you free food at restaurants 
sometimes the whole restaurant would stop and the entire kitchen would come out just to greet you. Sure. That does something to you. Mm-hmm. If you don't have Christ and you're constantly, you bring yourself back to the word pride. Pride knocks, so it just keeps knocking and it keeps sowing that seed in you. And I guess that was the biggest, biggest temptation for me. Just staying humble and being humble in my heart, truthfully. Not like because I'm greeting everybody when I come into the room and I'm nice to everyone. Mm -hmm. No, just the intent of my heart and why I was doing things. There was a point, Sakina, where I couldn't come out and go to the shop, you know, because I'd have to meditate on what I'm going to wear, who's going to see me. You know, and I remember the one time I had an accident with my car and I remember just wanting to leave the house and thought, Yo, if people see me, they're going to say, you're well, from generations, like she hit rock bottom because mm. my car was trash. Like it was, yeah. And I was just like, I'm not that human. Mm. I was like, I'm not like that. I was like, Lord, you need to help me. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not like that. Yeah. You know, I've always, you know, I, I hold so tightly to the words of Apostle Paul, where he says, I know what it's like to suffer. I know what it's like to be poor mm-hmm. and I, I know what it's like to have and not to have. And I have learned to be content in every circumstance. So that word was definitely tested, you know, in, in that time at that extreme level where people run after my car just to see my face. Sure. It, it Yeah, it, it, it's crazy. More reason why <laughs> I chose podcasting. And even in this, it hasn't been easy. <laughs> That was my thing. I was just like, let people not be distracted by what I look like. Let's just, let's focus on, <laughs> let's focus on the voice. Let's focus on what is being said and, and what people are learning. And even in that, yeah, I found myself just like, no, I need to post. I need to whatever. And then at some point I was just like, no, I just realized that I'm, I'm going to burn out. I'm, I'm losing myself. I don't know who I am because I'm just trying to like create content. And the kind of content that I create and the way that this uh, podcast came about, it's not dependent on me. It's not dependent on, I want to speak to so-and-so uh-huh. and whatever. Like the people that I'll be like, yo, dude, I really want to speak to you. Cause like there's, there's like a prompting in my heart to say, I need to speak to this person, but I don't find the topic yeah, yeah. for like a few weeks. Every episode has to be impactful. And that's just how, that's just how I work. That's just how God has, has made this happen. No, this has been extremely wholesome. Like I will, I will never regret this. <laughs> like ever, this has been so amazing. I mean, like our first conversation, I feel like I've known you forever. <laughs> No, to God be the glory. I was actually very nervous because I was like, Lord, I'm one of those over-preparing people. And I was like, Jesus, I didn't get verses. I didn't (laughs) fast. I didn't pray. Because I'm like, Lord, I really wanted to be just all you. Mm -hmm. And so I guess it's, it's what it was meant to be. And you know the thing I'm that like, I'm, I'm confessing right now. Like this morning, I was like, wait, yeah. but I'm actually recording. I didn't send her questions. <laughs> I didn't say anything. I didn't. But I mean, they all came through like within the last minute. And I think yeah. everyone can agree that this has been really wholesome. We thank God. Really, thank God. Thank you so much, Sakina. Thank you. Thank you very much. As we're having those conversations, I just feel so amazing on the inside. Like I just feel like my spirit is being fed, you know. The spirit that oh, I've neglected. Oh, you have no idea. You've been you ministering to me. All the things you're saying, you you were saying you were learning from the Lord and you were saying this. And I'm like, oh Jesus, I'm <laughs> hearing you. You're even saying it through Sakina. I, I'm hearing you. You know it's fine. I'm gonna do <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, totally. Now, in closing, because even this beautiful conversation has to come to an end. So I have two questions for you. First of all, what does it cost you okay. to be a Christian? Because, I, I mean, we have seen a couple of the things that it has cost you. But but for you, like, what has it cost you to be a Christian in this industry? And secondly, what advice do you have, you know, for young, virtuous people trying to venture yes. into acting, but most importantly, like, into the media industry in general, mm-hmm. on how to take up these spaces without fear? 
to be honest, um, I know I know this sounds like one of those perfect answers that you know an author writes at the end of a book or mm-hmm. at the beginning of a sermon or whatever, but it really does cost everything. Um, it cost everything in the sense that I've had to lay down my perspective, my desires, you know, and definitely God always says, you know, we should come to him with what we want and what, you know, what what we want from him and he'll give us the desires of our hearts. But essentially, mm-hmm. to be honest with you, the closer we get to Jesus, his desires become our desires. And then we have those fleshly desires that we have to keep quieting, quietening like every day. Mm-hmm. And so it's cost me self, you know, it's cost me self. It's cost me everything because at every junction, I have to lay down self and take up what God wants for me. And it's always been the best option. And it's always been what I desire deeply, um, but what I can definitely not fulfill without him or accomplish, you know, without him. Absolutely. So yeah, it's, it's definitely cost me everything, every single thing. And I'm happy. I'm happy. It's not like it's the, a sacrifice where I'm feeling like I'm on the cross or anything like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful sacrifice because um, most of the time what we think we want is not necessarily what's the best for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and whatever he gives us is actually what we always needed and what we always wanted. We just didn't know because we didn't know how it would look like, yep. or how it would play out. And uh, for, for a Christian person who wants to get into the industry, I think what really helped me is preparing. And sometimes we think that preparation comes in, obviously, do the work. You know, if you're going to go to school and study acting, do that. Um, But if you want to do it and make sure that along your journey, you don't forsake Christ or start dabbling and having one foot on the other side and the other foot on the other side, Mm -hmm. prepare, prepare in the word so that, you know, you will always have Holy Spirit remind you of the word that you stand on the worst thing is to over prepare for a career or a position that god had already predestined you for without him um you know Mm. and so prepare with him i'll tell you sakina one thing i i I didn't know i needed but god allowed me to prepare was character my family like my dad my dad's a pastor by the way um so he yes he would preach about character so before he started church I didn't get the the young adults, um, I mean, the, the 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 youth pastoring gig because he's the pastor. I definitely believe that Jesus Jesus put me there. <laughs> but I've actually, <laughs> I'm actually a youth pastor at my parents' church. Mm-hmm. But before, you know, we got, you know, the congregants and we went public and everything, we actually had church at home for about five years. And we would wake up on Sundays, go to the living room. My dad would dress up and literally pastor us. And for all those years, he taught about character and he taught about character and Galatians 5 verse 22 and the culture of the kingdom and the keys of the kingdom and mm-hmm. righteousness and holiness. And it was so boring, you know, at the time because mm-hmm. it was like, bro, you got to move on to something else. Yeah. Um, but it allowed me, then, you know, to be prepared in the field that God would ultimately release me into because for a long time when I was waiting to just make it, you know, I was getting adverts and small gigs here and there. And eventually I got generations before I got it. I cried because I was like, Jesus, you know, I'm good for it. Like I'm good for it, but why am I struggling so hard? Mm -hmm. And the people who don't even believe you or see you, you know, like they're making it out there and I'm here doing everything the right way, but you're taking so much time with me. What's going on? And he said to me, I'm protecting you. Um, you know, and he he taught me about patience and preparation. And so it was those teachings, you know, of character and holiness and the fear of God that really helped me, you know, when I got to the industry, because those are the things that Holy Spirit brought up in me that I should stand on. So I would definitely say, 
you are already predestined for where God wants you to be. If you're called to be an actress, an artist, be patient and allow God to teach you and prepare you for where you are going. Because the worst thing we see in the world is people who start off well and end off badly mm-hmm. because the foundation is not solid. So yeah, that's what I would say. Thank you so much. Yeah, there was there was a lot of conviction going on there. I know we had a lot of laughs and everything, but above all, I really do think that the Lord was just speaking to my spirit to just calm down and just let him be God in my life and just be obedient, you know. It's just that that one prompting to like, okay, don't do this, don't do this. Yeah, just just do it like this. Or just, you know, if you just just that little inclination, just incline and and do it in that way. It, it literally makes a world of a difference. But I'm I'm super blessed because this is just more reassurance that that this that i'm doing is from god and it's led by god and it's for absolutely. the glory of god you know absolutely so thank you so much for blessing us with your presence thank you sakina you're amazing may the lord bless you hey may people Amen. hear you know sometimes i'm that firm believer in principalities that stop necessarily the kind of influence sometimes that we're supposed to have mm-hmm. so i come against anything that actually stands against your podcast Amen. reaching the world Amen. Um, because it has to reach the world and in god's time obviously but we come against anything that the enemy has placed before you that, that stops you to reach where you're supposed to reach in the name of jesus amen bless you in jesus name amen Amen, amen, and amen. And I just, I just pray that the Lord can like continues to preserve you, to protect you, yeah, to prosper amen. you, to provide for you, and to just amen. take you to those places where amen. you need to be, so that we can hear the voice of God through amen. you, and many people can be changed. Amen. You know, because you really are amazing, and you just packaged in this this amazing, lovely lady, and it's just like it's so wonderful to witness. I'm, I'm so, so, so blessed, you know, by you, and and I really do hope that you keep ministering through, you know, the the many characters that you're gonna play in the future, the stories that you're going to tell you know um you know from behind the yes. scenes um through these talks yeah. through your youtube channel mm. you know keep those videos mm. coming even though it doesn't look like anyone is listening but i mean <laughs> at the end of- <laughs> why i was being serious <laughs> <laughs> so it's because when you said that i remembered someone called me an antichrist for really? talking about the rapture wow <laughs> yeah no amen i take all of that in jesus name amen amen thank you so much to each and every single person that has listened to this podcast that has listened to any other episode that has been listening to the podcast i really do appreciate you i pray that god blesses you and increases you and continues to touch you through each and every single word that is spoken each and every single episode that you listen to i really do hope that you're going to share this with somebody tell a friend tell a friend tell a family member and let sakina speaks become a household name because we need to hear these messages like i said i'm just a facilitator of this conversation it's not about me it's not even about the lovely boosties. it's about the stories that god is really telling through each and every single one of our lives mm-hmm. that are going to impact you that are going to change you and that are going to take you from where you are to where he wants you to be i really do give all the glory back to god it has been an amazing episode i really am humbled by this i'm grateful to god for this because i was really feeling like not down but very much confronted by the reality of what i need to do as a christian in order to advance in my christian walk with christ and i really do think that this is confirmation of that and i hope that it's confirmation for somebody else even if you're not christian i know that there's a lot that you um would have learned from this episode and there were a lot of laughs and there was just really a lot to to think about and a lot to um resolve within yourself and within your heart so do stay blessed continue to listen to this podcast continue to follow busi on instagram if you haven't yet so her name is mabusi on instagram that is m-a-b-o-o-c-i-e and her youtube channel 
is named Busisiwe Klaba. That is B-U-S-I-S-I-W-E-X-A-B-A. So please go watch that rapture video. <laughs> <laughs> and be blessed. Take care. Mwah. Sakina has spoken. Mm-hmm.